please be upstanding for God's word. Please be seated. A few intimations this morning. Thanks to Moira Cooper for the flowers in church. There'll be a session meeting following this morning's service. I should regret to have to announce the death of Mrs. Mary Kinneborough. Mary passed away last Tuesday. Her funeral will take place this Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Hollywood, Hollytown Crematorium. Please keep Willie and the family in your thoughts and prayers. A couple of things. Uh, tea will no longer be served after the morning services until further notice. I have a card from Melrose, Rona Melrose and David and family. Just a small note to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and prayers, cards and flowers following my mum's sudden passing. Also to those who attended her funeral on Friday and helped her helped us to celebrate her life. This has been such a comfort to us at this difficult time, but we know she is now safe in the heart in the arms of Jesus. That's from Rona, David, Melrose and family. And uh, Joe Mooney was telling me, this, said to me this morning, the John Pierce concert, um, see Joe for any updates. The situation is being monitored closely at the moment. And finally, I welcome back to Reverend Jim Greer. Um, he's a well-kept face here in town, Ed, so it's good to have him back. We look forward to his message this morning. And these are all the intimations. Morning. Uh, we have another uh, update uh, briefing from uh, Church of Scotland head office regarding the, the virus uh, going forward. And as uh, Donald's just said, uh, they've suggested that teas uh, should not be uh, continued uh, unless you have very stringent uh, requirements in place. So I think our decision to stop that is, is wise. Um, I think we should also try as much as possible um, to use the overhead projector, not use the, the hymn books if we, if we can avoid it. Um, they're also suggesting that uh, physical contact should be kept a, a minimum. And all the, the advice that's been in the papers recently, uh, we should, and in the in television, we should follow the, the hygiene advice and so forth. Uh, I'll put this on the notes board, but I'll read out some bits of it rather than read the whole thing and everybody. Uh, can look at it on the notes board just out in the, in the entrance vestibule. About worship and gatherings, what they're saying is there may be formal moves to limit large gatherings and the Scottish Government will issue its decision in response to developments. Early indications in the First Minister's comments this afternoon are that church gatherings will be excluded from this as they don't require the same level of resource from police, national health service and paramedic resources. 
I see a large football match or a concert. The situation is dynamic and changing, so please refresh your web page regularly. Our advice with regard to public worship is to continue to hold services while observing the practice outlined in the guidance above and to take care to practice rigorous hygiene, including hand washing guidance. There are other comments about um, weddings and funerals and, and, and baptisms and, and events, um, but I'll leave you to read that uh, yourselves and put it out there. So it, it's really just following what I'm sure we're all watching very closely in the media. It's, it's, a, it's a very difficult situation, so let's just keep everybody uh, in, in each other's prayers and, and follow the guidance we're given. And if I can maybe just finish with, there's a very short prayer um, been given to us uh, in this in this uh, briefing. So if I could just share that with you. Dear God, our shield and our defender, guide and protect my neighbor in this time of health emergency. Deliver them from all harm and may your love and care ever grow in this place. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you. Good morning. It's a privilege and a pleasure to conduct your worship. It certainly is for me. Now, choir, we answer. Thank you. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. 
I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. And we continue our worship by singing Mission Praise Number Nine, All Glory, Lord, and Honor, Number Nine. Let us pray. O oh, gracious, loving God, thank you for making yourself known through the real events of human life. Thank you for speaking to the human race through the mouths and actions of ordinary people like ourselves. Thank you for making yourself known supremely in Jesus of Nazareth, the ordinary man, the man who made himself unique by perfect love. Thank you for being in him as he worked for the good of others and as he died humiliated on the cross. Thank you for his love unconquered, triumphing the resurrection to become the hope of the world. 
Oh, gracious Father, forgive us. Forgive us that we pray these things. But when people see us, they hear us, they see something different. Lord, help us, help us that what we worship at this time is marked and seen in our lives till we come back, God willing, next Sunday. Lord, forgive us. Help us to truly reflect Hear us now as we pray the words that he taught us to say. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now we hear the words of God. Firstly, Psalm 19. Let us hear the word of God. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The skies proclaim the work of his hand. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where the voice is not heard. Their voices go out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens he's pitched a tent for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming forth to his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises in the one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They're more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey than the honeys and the comb. By them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not 
rule over me, then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And now, from John chapter 2, verses 12 to 20, sorry, 13 to 22. Let us again hear the word of God. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts he found men selling cattle, sheep and doves, others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords, drove all from the temple here, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers, overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. How dare you turn my house into a market? The disciples remembered that it is written, zeal for your house will consume me. Then the Jews demanded of him, what miraculous sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. The Jews replied, it's taken 46 years to build this temple and you're going to raise it in three days. But the temple he'd spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he'd said. Then they believed the scriptures and the words that Jesus had spoken. May God bless this reading of his word. This hymn the line that speaks to me says, Nothing in my hands I bring, but to the cross I cling. No other stainfulness, nothing. That Let us sing Mission Praise 582, Rock of Ages. Zero, no. 
Let us pray. Gracious Father, may your word be faithfully proclaimed. O Lord, may we hear you speak to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 19, those opening two verses. The heavens declare the glory of of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. I've got to be honest, I am a climate change sceptic, but that is purely a personal view. I've always in the pulpit, because my daughter and I were talking about something like that, someone who, let's say, political views in the pulpit. There's one area I do take exception with. This is God's word. God made it. Some folk will say, oh, the big bang, it just happened. I mean, privileged to go to Madeira and the Botanic Gardens. Magnificent. The streets plants that we can only grow in a greenhouse. The Eden Project in Cornwall. The Botanic Gardens Edinburgh. Glasgow. And we see God's word. The other week we were down, was it a mile in the bottom of the sea? Fish, creatures. That was their environment. London Zoo, the aquarium. What a fish. When you look and you see the glory of God. And somebody says, oh, it just happened. The other is that Folk have said we've got 30, 40 years to save mankind. I mean, I'll be 18 in summer. This world's been here for billions of years. People have been here for thousands of years. Could this happen? Would you think somebody just looked after us? I'm not a fan of nature, so I've got to be honest. I watched, I think, the first of the blue planet. David Attenborough. One night I was, you know, he changed channels or something. He put it on. And he said that the subcontinent of India floated up and hit Asia and created the Himalayas. What, a year ago? At that time, we're panicked with nuclear weapons. We're all going to be living in a, in a nuclear holocaust. But that was 40 years ago. You imagine the power that was contained in that. Yes, Hiroshima, the nuclear weapons in Japan, the terrible suffering. But compared to that, it's a pinprick. 
I see people. They're like the vandals. The beautiful buildings. And the vandals vandalizing them. Or the beautiful lawns. And the idols. Instead of walking round it, cut across it. They vandalize it. But the building is still there. This is God's word. And when you open your eyes, even in your own garden, you see the glory of the Creator. Seeing that again in the next two verses, there is no speech or language where the voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the world. Their words to the ends of the world. They speak of the glory of creation as I've said. But you know there's another part of creation which we miss. And that's you and me. We are created by God. We are part of his glorious creation. But do people see the glory of God in me? Because that's what this verse is saying. That the glory of God has to be seen in lowly me. No me. As the minister. But me, as the apprentice in Blackies, when I was scrubbing metal, the front mink off the chases. But that, we ask ourselves, is the glory of God seen in me? Was I too a part of his glory? In the heavens he's pitched a tent for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming forth with bells, like a champion rejoicing to run his course that rises at one end of the heavens and makes its way to the circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from its heat. A couple of things. One of the glories was the five-year rerun sky. You hear of light pollution, it actually exists. Sky, we were at Kalak, maybe even street lights. There in a clear night, see when you come out, <laughs> the stars were just there. You know, it was magnificent. But another thing, imagine you went to your bed tonight the sun's rising in the morning depended on men and women. Oh, I can see as you were a bit of an idiot if you went to your bed and slept well. Because think of these clever men and women that know it all. The snow falls. Suddenly all these very advanced aeroplanes are gone nowhere. The trains, the buses, are all gone in the same place. Nowhere. 
Oh, these clever folk with their very sophisticated computer systems. B.A. And the electrician pressed the ringer's button or switch, and it went, <coughs> What was it? Travel X. They couldn't change their money because somebody hacked their computer system. But the sun will set tonight, and that sun will rise in the morning. For that is our Creator God. Fortunately, it's no men and women. The message, the fear of the Lord, is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. To see it is a glorious, positive thing. These verses, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. Statutes of the Lord are trust-making wise and simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are right, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. Ordinance of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They're more precious than gold, than much real gold. They're sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. By then is your servant warned, and keep me for the great reward. Few words from that. The law of God, perfect, reviving, trustworthy, joy, radiant, sure, righteous, precious. That far like many seeing the law of God. Says, don't do this, don't do that. The very opposite. It's the law of God that gives us life. What is the way of men and women? What does it give us? Sadly, heartbreaking suffering. As somebody was in telly during the week, or was it service last Sunday? Those of us who have conducted Honestly, if somebody's picked it, I apologise. <laughs> the, crem the crematorium. What do you get? Frank Sinatra singing my way. The problem is, sadly, my way. It brought somebody to the crematorium. Because it's God's way. And that, this is telling us. He could have all the money in the world, all the gold in the world, but he can't extend their life to one second. And that's why the psalmist said the words, they're more precious than gold, and much pure gold. It's the law Verses 12 and 13. Who can discern his errors? Forgive my hidden faults. 
Keep your servants also from willful and sin. May they not rule over me, and I will be blameless. And it's a great transgression. You know, this goes back to what I was trying to say in the prayer. Of us here at this time, of those verses of seeing God and us as his creation. Are we the same? Or do we go through the motions? Do we really hear God speaking to us, correcting us, and us going? ears open when God speaks to us. Because I know at times I, get a, I need to kick up my backside and suddenly I realize something which I've been blind to. And it's that of to be that glorious creation. And then finally, may the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, to live lives pleasing to God. And then in that, the verses from John's Gospel, where Jesus went into the temple and the bread scattered them out the money changers and the doves. Get these out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? You know, sadly, God's creation, men and women, have sadly taken God's creation and instead of seeing the glory of God, they've turned it into a money-making enterprise. That what this, the, I believe these verses are saying to us, that this picture of that day in that temple in Jerusalem is the world that we've got today. That world where instead of doing things guided by the glory of God to the glory of God's creation, it's turned into a money-making enterprise. That verse next, zeal for your house will consume me. Should that not also be the same that the zeal for God's creation consumes us. That we have been given a precious gift to take it and to use it. As God said to us in the beginning of the book of Genesis, he prayed to fill it, to look after it, and to bring forth life. And then, as you know, 
the scoffers are always there. Then the Jews demanded of him, what miraculous sign can you show us to prove your authority over us? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will raise it up again in three days. The Jews replied, it's taken 46 years to build this temple. And you're going to raise it in three days. And the temple is spoken of. through a difficult time. A time where you could believe there's no God. I turn to go back to Rock of Ages. Nothing in my hand I bring to the cross I fling. To me, I always picture Two men beside Jesus on the cross. The one on his one side said, just look at these words. Look at you. You're going to do this, that, and the other. <laughs> Save yourself and me. And then that man on the other side said, if it was ever worth putting the world's idea would be the stupidest ever. And that man turned to Jesus and said, Remember when you come in sight and to hear the glorious words. This day of yours with me in paradise. Mark, our God. The world had done its worst. They'd crucified him. It's finished. But the glorious temple. Then they believed the scriptures and the words that Jesus spoke. To believe those words and to put them into practice that it's in God's glorious creation, which includes you and me, to see. Lord, you know us. You know us at our fallenness. As you have said in your word, we're dust. But it's us you've picked. And it's us you send down. Lord, help us so that people see you in us. In Jesus' name, Amen. In a way, I hammered a pick years ago. I used to take the Sunday school. I can't sing. Folk make unkind remarks at my singing. The only thing is, they're true. It was the days when you had a hundred in the sun. It was a senior Sunday school. I'd no pianist. So you could only sing what I could start. But one of the hymns was safe in the arms of Jesus. That's for me. Ah, safe. Him we've got again is that 
missions and during which the offering will be uplifted. Mission praise 624. Take my life and let it be 624. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we place before you our offering, a small token of the abundance that you have placed before us. And we pray, Lord, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you take our offering and use it to your glory, the work of the Lord Jesus, to bring others to a saving knowledge of you, a saving knowledge of Jesus, Let us pray. O oh, gracious Father, we come before you with praise and thanks. But we come before you with our concerns. The concerns of our world facing the problem of the coronavirus. Lord, we place before you those who are sick at this time. Lord, we pray that your healing hand be upon them. 
and all who are sick at this time. Guide and bless those who are caring for them. May they know that it's your healing mercy they're involved in and that they'll use the resources available to them to the best they can. We pray, Lord, for governments, authorities and others throughout the world trying to cope with the crisis. We pray, Lord, that you bless them with the gifts necessary to contain the virus and to reduce the suffering. But Lord, we place before you bereaved. David Melrose and his wife, their loss of a loved one. So many other people who have lost loved ones. Oh Lord, Comfort each of them. Be with them. Lord, we place before you a world, a world that wants to go its way, the world of the need, but a world where there's many broken hearts, whether it be Townhead here in Coat Bridge, the rest of Scotland or other part of the world. People suffering through the selfish greed of others. Of people who only think of themselves and other people are of little significance. Lord, come mightily to touch all our hearts, open our eyes to see that our way is the way of suffering, to go your way, the way of joy, rejoicing, that we do, Lord, place before you the broken hearts. May they know the fulfillment of the words of Jesus when he said, I must go at the comforting of come. May they feel the loving arms of the comfort around them. In Jesus' name, amen. And now we sing Mission Praise 617. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. 617. <laughs>
May the love of the Lord Jesus draw us to himself. May the power of the Lord Jesus strengthen us in his service. May the joy of the Lord Jesus fill our souls. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon and remain with us always.